0: This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at NEDS. Josh, you won't believe which Victorian club is circling for Eagles youngster Harley Reed. Reed, Reed. Is it Essendon? Well, you got to click on it. What do you mean? It's clickbait. Is it Essendon or not? You
1: have to click on it.
0: It's Essendon. Georgia just texted me it.
1: Well. God. Which Victorian club's
0: jersey would Reed look best in? Um, okay, I know this. Um, Carlton, it's a pretty bold strip. Maybe, maybe nah, Geelong, nah. he's like, he's kind of from that area. Nah, uh, uh, uh-huh. nah, hang on. No, just th- click it. you get way less drivel than this on the Neds app with The Wrap. Stay up to date with the latest videos, articles, including insights, tips, and analysis, plus Neds' unique take on everything about your favorite sports and racing codes. But
1: it's not just AFL. There's NBA, UFC, horsey racing, and NRL news, plus much more.
0: Download the Neds app now and look for the Wrap tab for the latest content taken to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I'm Disgrace Sports Journalist Josh Gallup and this is the Kick It Ford podcast, the only sports newsroom with the guts to tell it how it is. Remember to review the podcast, it helps us grow. Here's one from Apple Podcasts called 100th Review. Giorgio so small, an ant could step on him. Oh, come on. Well, that's, that's accurate. It's not really a review. Oh, oh, facts. Guys came back from Melbourne
1: God, life on the road, hey guys international oh, National Sellout Tour tours. Is Sellout Tour It's <laughs> 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 <Tour. laughs> Well, because there were a
0: bunch of sellouts Oh no, because they had one show And we sold it out Actually, it could be international Could be international business. That's so right, we have an a couple
1: International sellout tour We've <laughs> sold out
2: every tour we've ever done
1: Yeah it's Any a, show
2: <laughs> It's That's
0: true It's good doing like limited releases and things We sold out every <laughs> shirt we made We sold out every tour we made We did make 20 last <laughs> time Next
2: show, just two seats Smart, Mom and dad. Smart. This is smart. a sellout
0: tour. There's only three seats in here. They won't
2: turn
1: up, so don't
2: do that.
0: <laughs>
1: oh uh, How does everyone feel pretty gross? As well? I feel so like,
0: shit. I felt so <laughs> shit today.
1: Sweating so bad. Dude. Oh, I'm
0: sweating so bad. There's some other shit going on in my life and I just – today it was a real moment of introspection as I deal with being three-day hung. Three-day hung yeah. and then mm. back in my house and it's just humid. Like, and I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll just – Maybe I'll just I don't know, what are we gonna do? Make a meme? What's yeah. the fucking point, Harry?
1: No like live show distractions. Yeah, and it's then, true. Yeah, no, that's fair. The mate.
0: euphoria of live show. But it was so awesome. And I think we I think at the start of this we need to talk about the live show surely, because we mm-hmm. met our fan or some of our listeners for the first time. And for me this is like a really good thing because we scream out into the ether and we have no clue if anyone's even listening or responding. And we get a lot of hate the pod chat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my housemate said to me yesterday, "Oh, good job, guys! You can't believe you guys pulled that off, considering you do this podcast from the spare room at our house." <laughs> it <laughs> went it it
0: really way more professional. Jordan, our manager, helped out a lot. Yes, a thank couple you of John highlights for me, and I'll get yours as well. So, one was the ticket donation thing. We had a bunch of people messaging saying, "Hey." I pretty much just bought the tickets whether I was going to go or not to support you guys, which was kind of a common thread. Like a lot of people really just liked it and appreciated we don't make any money effectively off this. Pity ticket purchase. No, but a lot of them were like we could make the first date but we were never going to refund the second. But if anyone wants this ticket, give it to someone. So we gave Brody and Kelly one, and then we we gave one out to a listener as well who had the best comment on something. He ended up winning the Philadelphia Eagles top, which was really yes, funny. Yeah, funny yes. how life works. It is. And then everyone we met was so nice as well. Like even our heckler was nice, which was frustrating. This guy from Tasmania in the front row. His, oh, second he was row, screaming, and people were like, "Can you shut up?" And by the end, he's like, "Hey guys, love the pot. <laughs> at,
1: least, at least his heckling wasn't like rude or anything." Yeah, it wasn't he, too rude. Yeah. He,
2: he did. Um, <laughs> He bombed pretty hard with this heckle. Like, if you're going to heckle within the first two minutes of someone's first ever show, better hope you're saying something pretty funny.
1: The great hecklers don't give up, though. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. The great
2: hecklers in history. The
1: best heckle was when the guys said for Giorgio to turn his microphone. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> what <laughs> <do you laughs> mean,
0: Guys, I did that on purpose. It was so funny. My highlight was me being booed and hissed, Harry being booed and hissed, <laughs> and Giorgio standing ovation.
1: Yeah. And, I
0: was, and, and then I, I clarified after, wait, have you guys, like each other up. They didn't know each other. Like no one knew each other except for little groups of mates.
2: Oh, it was, it was awesome. It was so fun to just have everyone in the same room at once, as weird as that sounds. It's like everyone clued in on the same jokes. Seeing people meet over the shitty jokes that we have come up with, uh, very humbling and just- Awesome.
1: Like st- singing the stings as well. That was, oh, that was great. The Shepherd
2: Shield stings. <laughs> <Yeah. Actually, laughs> sp- speaking of stings just really quickly and singing stings, I got a message from one of Gabby's friends saying um, her boyfriend walks around the house. This is Liam going – white guys talking about basketball, <laughs> we're just some white guys. And he just walks around the house doing that all the time. So um, we're in people's heads now.
0: Started, speaking of um, speak, uh, white guys talking about basketball, we'll actually have a weekly segment of that to help fund the podcast. We're teaming up with another outlet which will become clearer very soon. Swish. Uh, um, they might cancel us. <laughs> I'll have to edit that out. Uh, so there's more to come in. that. Harry, what were your favourite parts of this? Uh,
1: just, I just we uh, we ran a live big house and um, I want to shout out to Matt and Bryce. Who got oh, involved. that was Bryce. I was actually speaking to for a few weeks prior organising and he stitched up his mate, Matt, who ha- who came to the show and had no idea that he was about to be entered into the big house. A live, a live jury in front of him.
0: And he wasn't the most talkative bloke, loud bloke, but he went along with everything. Like he, he didn't, even, he didn't such, even object.
1: Yeah, he was such a legend. He just went, I guess he just thought, okay, this is fine, I'll just cop it. And <laughs> And the best thing was Bryce actually convince them both to somehow wear like shitty suits as if they had just come out of a, a dodgy court case um, shout out to those guys. Took also, it like champ. Yeah, he, 100%. We put sand down his pants, made him dunk his head. Um, if you weren't at the live show, then you bloody missed out. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you what. I won't go into any more details there. What we should be careful about is giving out alcohol as prizes in a licensed venue. We've learned a lot from that. We <laughs> gave out wine
0: as a prize, and then these guys were walking out, and all the wine bottles were half empty. And I'm like, well, you meant to take them home. And yeah. his, his teeth had just covered red. <laughs> but I mean, he was just saving big money. Good on him. Uh, shout out to Kicks for helping us out. Yeah, and the Teds rolling and, around. And apologies
2: also to Kicks for bringing alcohol. Look. Fucked heads are terrible. Just, they are the worst. Just,
1: excuse me, just a, hang on, just a bit of, um, guys, I thought just a bit of like pump up for the next show in case anyone's umming and ahhing about getting a ticket. Some people are saying they should kick off um, the Lion King. Get rid of the Lion King from Broadway because the Kick It Forward live show is taking its place. You caught the bug, <laughs> but
0: I, I oh. definitely, we'll, we'll definitely do more. We'll, we'll line up yeah. some Perth shows, maybe even like, uh, and then definitely do like a a triple header or a gather round to fund us going over or something as, much, as well as some other stuff. We are yeah. really keen really on it. I, it was so much fun. And I think the, the one takeaway I got from the whole thing is everyone kind of going, that was way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we it a did try. In, in so much, and some things didn't land and some did, but we learned heaps from it. We set good.
2: the bar low so we can only surpass it. Hey, one more uh, catch up from me or a couple more rather. I was at the airport <laughs> and whenever, you know when the voice comes on at the airport and it goes... Now, looking for like so and so person, my instinct straight away is, oh my, God, it's me. And then it never is because I'm, I'm not that much of an idiot. But the name that got called out, now looking for misleading.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Misleading. Yes. Oh
2: my God. <laughs> got him.
1: Who's misleading who? Ah. Wait, what the, that doesn't make any sense at all. So, what do you mean you're <laughs> looking for
0: misleading?
1: <laughs> misleading what?
0: We had Georgia went to a wedding on Saturday night in Melbourne. Coincidentally, happens that weekend, and we we went out that night as well. That was pretty fun. We had, ended up at karaoke. Did the full Melbourne experience? Yeah. Just in general.
4: Come on!
1: I had this this song lined up for the live show. Then realized when I was playing it, the people in Melbourne don't <laughs> hear this because they don't get the visit Victoria because they're already visiting Victoria. Yeah. It's
0: not the
2: target audience.
0: No, it's <laughs> not at all. It's not at all. But we had we, a great time
2: Saturday night as well. One right. one other uh, update for me. I uh, went to Melbourne, came home with a dog.
0: Oh, well done. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so, uh, the little dog we found on uh, online, me and Gabby, and a little puppy. Type. It's a Golden Retriever Cross King Charles. They're very hard to find. We found one in Vic, and I thought, well, I'm going to Melbourne next weekend. And my friend Ben very kindly offered to drive like an hour and a half out of town, help me pick it up. Put it on a plane. He was on your flight, actually. His name is Bucket. Mm. Oh,
0: cute! I did hear a yeah. little Bucket. He does yeah. look like a bit of a bucket.
2: And uh, so the origin story for Bucket <laughs> is because uh, he wasn't supposed to be born. He wasn't supposed to be conceived. And the owners of the parents threw a bucket of water over the parents to try and stop them romping. Mm. Oh. Uh, so his name's Bucket. And, so I'm, um, I'm pretty
0: similar. If I get thrown water on me, it actually makes me more likely to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: I, I was also going to try something okay, with tried. that bucket thing. I yeah. decided not to. I'm glad uh, you had a crack. <laughs> uh, bucket. Let's Yeah, my,
2: my parents actually called
1: me <laughs> but- Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> that out. All right, can we just do a pause while we do the edit point? So, what else happened in Melbourne? <laughs> uh- you know, Bucket
2: has to live the burden of being the cutest dog in the world. Unfortunately,
1: oh, and it, like
2: according to f- who? I don't think it was that cute. I just saw it. Uh,
1: objectively, is yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it was alright. I it was, uh, it, up. It, was, it was pretty good. It's probably right. seven out of ten. Subjectively or objectively? Objectively, like um. no, it's
0: not.
2: An, it's not a thing of opinion. Like he is. My opinion, he's like mm. fuggly, which makes him cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take that back, <laughs> fuggly. Bug- Mate, you got a fuggly dog. Get over it. are uh, the other thing: we're <laughs> naming a dog Bucket. If you call him, you have to call him cum Bucket. All right, again, oh, we have to, like, beat more shit. We <laughs> you always have
1: to you, – you say stuff that's bad, all right. I
2: know you're not editing that
1: out. Guys, a okay. bit of travel chat. Yeah, for a bit of travel chat. Shout out to the lady next to me on the plane on the way over that yacked her hole oh. <laughs> 20 <laughs> metres before landing. God, she was so sick the whole flight. It was rather disgusting and had a, and had a two-year-old. Um, also, sorry to Josh for – snaking the last emergency exit seat on the way back. (laughs) I thought I did a brilliant move.
0: Impromptu Harry's big house. I'm waiting at security for this guy because I'm going to film and go through and 20 minutes goes by and it's because you've doubled back to get the last remaining exit row. And I'm just sitting there being a good friend waiting.
1: Oh, just quickly in that seat. Next to me was a flight attendant and um, they uh, straight out reclined.
0: What? What? Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. So it's game over for me. Okay, cool. Yeah. So mm. she reclined. Yeah, in uniform. She was in uniform too. Wow. Cuz she was on the flight to like relieve like some services for an hour or something. And the
0: starboard wing didn't explode, which uh, she did that. No, Not at all. Not at all. I would think when one of uniform were to recline, mm. all bets are off, plane down. It's- Great
1: uh, navigation chap.
0: <laughs> really like it. <laughs> Starboard's correct, right?
1: Yeah, it was the starboard side. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: perfect. Okay. Nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah not breaking the law, but sometimes it toes the line. Scheme, 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 scheme,
0: scheme, scheme, scheme. Great. Stinchcorn is back. Um, so I assume you did something Let over there have that this. was really stinky. It's stingy. my
2: segment. It's my segment. Uh, okay. Short pod today, but we're still scheming. Schemes.
0: Wow. Oh my God, did you rig up do dollar bills to money. fall out of the ceiling? Oh, we're about to
1: get rich.
2: <laughs> All go to jail. <laughs> jail. So is this about tires again? Got a quick one for you. Uh, <laughs> it's not gonna be quick. One guy emailed in Whoa. saying uh, it, was, it was quite long. I'll shorten it.
1: We'll slow down. It's already <laughs> pretty long.
2: <laughs> he reckons he goes to the cinemas and just brings in outside food and drink, and then just says, "I'm diabetic," and they let him in.
1: <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You got
2: to be w.
0: Lollies are notoriously cheap. You can get like a giant pack, so yeah, they have the sales and stuff. I walked in there feeling like a king, with
2: like thirty dollars worth of lollies and I've got 19 packets
1: I'm diabetic I need this beer in here I'm sorry the doctor said I had to have (laughs) this this alcohol
2: he said the one time he got questioned uh, the staff member said are you type 1 or type 2 he goes "Uh, type 1 and the woman accepted it as he was 16 and 60 kilos (laughs) she then told me she was a type 2 diabetic and said alright cool
1: (laughs) rich rich
0: wow that's so rich So it's a really long slot machine.
2: One more for you guys. Okay, great. <laughs> go on. You guys like, uh that, Fast Food Chain? KF Schemes? Did someone say KFC? No, I said KF Schemes. <laughs> well, Hi, Giorgio, Sorry to message you here. <laughs> you didn't queue
0: me up at all for that. You just, <laughs> just hoped I would play it you at the right time. Better. You know better. okay can You go. Well. Well.
2: Hi, Giorgio, Sorry to message you here. Just couldn't find an email. I'm going to skip through that. I use, I use this at home in Australia. I use this at home in Australia while visiting New Zealand recently. I also use it to save a bit of money while eating there. At KFC, if you do the survey on the receipt, you get a free chips and drink with your next purchase over $5. It's pretty good. To start this chain off, I simply buy one sauce tub at the counter. <laughs> oh. Yes, this can be quite awkward. I get my receipt, I quickly fill out the <laughs> survey online. <laughs> Every receipt. I then go back to the counter, order the cheapest burger they got, normally a double tender, and claim my free chips and drink. Upgrade! Oh my god, well done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, get ready.
2: KFC, <laughs> we just took you down. KFC are like gonna have a 70% loss this next week as people are just down in chips. Yeah. He says you're getting a $10 meal for basically $5.50, the 50 cents being from the initial <laughs> source purchase. I then do the survey on that receipt and keep the code for the next time I want to eat KFC. Oh my god. This oh guy is, is this guy the smartest guy we've it's ever a had. Scheming, sc-
1: never-ending cycle. So the initial outlay is only one fifty cent sauce. <laughs>
2: yeah, but he has to
1: do it. He has to do it at the desk in front of the staff member. Sorry, busy. I'm just. Uh, I always get sauce first. So um, then I have my burger. <coughs> you
2: reckon he orders it before? Hey, just just queue up that burger. I'm about to order. <laughs> get get a chips and drink. Radio as definitely cool. not
0: the only one too, because there'd be so many psycho schemists <laughs> out there. That are across this, and they'd be like, "Oh God, here comes Barry again. He's going to get chips and coke." And yeah. be like,
2: "Ah, ah, 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 Feel it out, <laughs> guys." Forget the seven, forget the eleven secret herbs and spices. This is the only secret the Colonel's keeping that I want. Yeah, wow, a bit of oh, a mic yeah. drop.
0: Oh, did you just drop, drop the mic, Joey? I oh, call cool. the music stopped. Thanks.
2: Sorry about Must that. Must have triggered the, the electrics. Hell? Some people coming up to the after the live pod and trying to tell me a scheme that is not a scheme. It's something far from it. He goes, "How far?" I can't remember who this guy was, but he goes, You know, if you get hit by a tram, you can get paid millions in compensation. Oh, insurance <laughs>
1: fraud. Right, this is it's gone back to where suing it started, the and Giorgio goes to where it started.
2: Giorgio's just sitting there, like, Oh, I feel like
0: we're not allowed to do this, but I don't know. Oh,
2: yeah,
0: I might jump on.
1: I was like, That's not a scheme, that's just getting mm. hit by a tram. Giorgio, after the show, crossing Elizabeth Street with a blindfold on. Oh, my God.
0: oh I'm a writ. <laughs> Pretty sure he did. So, that's what happened to Graham poll like just, He was just yeah. trying to, the AFL player was just trying to sue the fucking the government. Yeah, he
1: was mumbling to himself, Every damn hustling hustling, 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 hustling. hustling. How are you hey guys, uh, you know when you like five minutes before a flight, you're like, oh, I should download something for the plane. Worst feeling. <laughs> yeah. I tried to get a movie sorted airport Wi-Fi is not quite strong enough.
0: And for some reason, when you get on the flight, there's no 5G. It just goes immediately to SOS or 3G. Yeah, that's I'm where like, they do this, that. Isn't this an international – yeah, maybe there's a blocker I or
1: something. I think there's shit. a blocker on the I tarmac. Could, I could go on for hours about blockers on the tarmac. Anyway, I won't. What I did have in my arsenal was a bit of Sam Newman. You cannot be serious. So mm. I put a few of those episodes on the way home. Oh, great. Um, I'll tell you what, We've sometimes poked a bit of fun at Sam for some interesting comments um, in the past. But right now – Us. Kick It Forward podcast. Yeah has completely got Sam's back. After the whole Ricky Nixon saga, how um, Ricky Nixon allegedly owes him a bit of cash from our uh, recent speaking engagement, okay? I was listening to the latest app to get an update on what the future of their relationship looks like between Sam and Ricky, and um, if Sam ever got his money back. This is not uncommon. This has happened a couple of times, but, of course, uh, we've dusted over most of them. But um, and,
4: and, and, incidentally, um, still outstanding for the balance of the Uh-oh. remuneration. Mm.
5: You can never say never on these things, can never, you? you? know, never, you never ever. You yeah. might bury the hatchet. You might move on. You yeah. never know.
1: If I bury the hatchet, it will be in the back of his <laughs> neck.
5: Samuel! <laughs>
1: Samuel, Samuel! Samuel L. Newman. <laughs> Seriously. What the L? I mean, not- F. Don't you say those words. (laughs) You know what I'll do. You know what I'll bloody do. Don't leave. Okay. Sit back down. I
0: won't leave. We've had a good weekend, despite despite today being the the scariest day of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Hungover-wise, yeah.
1: Yeah, good on you. There you go. There's a Sam Newman update for you.
0: That's scary. So he's dropping hatchets and spines. He's getting ripped off. Oh, God. We actually talked about him at the pod. It
1: was good. Yeah, was good. you weren't there. You missed it.
0: Guys, I had a bit of news. I wasn't going to do any sport because I know how much you hate it, but I thought I'd just do one little little bit. It's more like internet twang as well. So there's this thing happening recently. So have you ever heard of uh, Robber Linda or Rob Linda 2? He's a YouTuber, but he's basically an archivist of all – great amazing games of cricket so people that are diehard cricket nuffies and generally just cricket commentators use this stuff a lot this guy called rob moody for the last since 1982 has been recording cricket matches and it started with the ashes it started with something else and and then since then he transitioned from vhs to uh dvds and then he went oh. on to youtube and now he has one million and uh 100 000 subscribers cool. with all these archival footage of these amazing test matches one day he, he tries to collect everything because like a lot of these sports they don't really think about you know where we're going to store all this data and it's actually rumored he has a bigger library than the icc in any cricket body worldwide so, so like
2: you name the match he's got it
0: yeah so the international cricket council and other respective cricket boards I believe to have less footage than oh. him. And this is just one guy. He does it completely for free. No, no, he makes what? no he makes no money off it. He's basically an angel to all these diehard cricket fans, like Indians love him, Pakistanis love him. He's a uniting figure, even though he is Australian, amongst the world because he does it for free. And he does it purely, from what I understand, for a love of the game. And sorry I screwed up his name before because I've only read it and come to know him in the last couple of days. If you're trying to find footage, like I'm not one to go back and watch Zimbabwe versus Afghanistan in uh, 1989. Speak for yourself. That was a right. Good, that
1: was a good one. Go. You should go back and watch. I that. should go back and
0: watch that yeah. one. But sometimes you have to find footage, and you end up on his page. You end up on Robbie or Rob Linder on that page, and you you have to download it or you screen record it. And he just does that because it's all about proliferating the sport he loves around the world. Okay, this week, his YouTube account was completely disabled.
1: No, <coughs>
0: no. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm going. Don't go. I'm going to go. Don't go, Harry. Sit back down. I know you like... Don't, no, honestly, sit back down.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, good. I'm back. So, there's a bit of controversy this week. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> What happened? So, he took to Twitter to say, Hey, guys, uh, my account's been officially banned. We occasionally get copyright complaints, even though we do this just... Well, I do this just because I love cricket. YouTube can take down any channel they deem fit if there's a certain amount of copyright breaches. Yep. And so that happened, three strikes and you're out, baby. And even though there's a million followers, uh, subscribers on his channel, you know, in the scheme of things of YouTube in this giant international country, if there is an automated algorithmic uh, report system, there can be errors in the whole thing. So he's been taken down despite, you know, everyone saying how much he does for them and how much they love him. And then it's come out which the com- company it is. Now, it's not like the ICC. It's not the Indian cricket uh, board who have a lot of power internationally. It's something called Mahaba Cricket India Limited. And they've they all their flags have come up from things like Bangladeshi games and things like that. So they actually don't have the broadcast rights for these matches. And then it got me thinking, Harry. Hmm, oh, you're a thinker. What's going on? Like, is this a scammer? Like, what the fuck is going on here? This guy... He's doing so much for good he's not hurting anyone
2: so are you saying they're taking the video like they're reporting the video they're reporting is purely saying, of saying
0: they claim it and for whatever reason oh, i'm right. not quite sure what their motivation is whether they want to they have another account which they're piggybacking off and they've whatever but the, the account itself has 34 subscribers and they're laying claim to this so i don't know whose dick they've sucked in some level to get this kind of authority they also have a website that's barely put together i checked out a couple of days ago they even sent a legal editor Rob's username um, and they made him Robbie India, Robbie Lindia. So they were, they were just spelling errors throughout it. They were threatening all sorts of crap and, and it looks extremely fraudulent. And it was, it was a classic case when you get those emails from scammers where like you were in trouble from the Australian tax office and it's like terrible terrible mm. things wrong. Yeah. So, so there's something scammy going on, but they've somehow succeeded in getting this guy who's pretty innocent dude, get it removed. But then today there was a little bit of vigilante help. So today, I clicked on the link for their website checked it out and a hacker has hacked their website and taken it over and is holding it ransom until they release <laughs> Robbie Linda 2 his YouTube and remove oh. their copyright sanction claims until they remove it and they've just got a heap of defamatory things on it so this is what the uh, good guy the, hacker good guy hacker uh, I don't I don't particularly particularly love cyber terrorism but this is something I can get around so they said, retract the copyright strike. Otherwise, we will kill your server and channels. 24 hours ultimatum. And it says, system hacked. And it's got a big exclamation. You are hacked. Bring back Robbie Linda too. It's
2: like internet yes. bat is, It's like internet Batman.
0: It is. And you know how anonymous they always talk about how they do all this amazing shit. But sometimes they actually don't do much. Like they're not very effective. Sometimes it's, all, it's more about the fear of it. They've actually kind of done something. So it's like really, it's really satisfying to see. Now, it probably won't impact them at all. You know, they might, this might just be a shell And then they have another page which they're just pushing out all these uh all these games on and it benefits them because they're the only ones with it yep but it was just a small win and it's kind of just created and generated a bit more people championing in in high positions like you know amazing like amazing cricket commentators ex-players all these people spoke about too with this guy. He helped them get through COVID and things like that because they were sitting there going, oh, what was that match I watched when I was 15 when like Michael Clarke got out against so-and-so? Then they can search it and find it and look it up mm. and like reminisce, oh, I remember watching that with dad. And all these people were in COVID in Melbourne and Australia around the world were like really bored and <laughs> you know what's slightly less boring than sitting in a room doing nothing? Watching 20-year-old cricket matches. Mm. So, <laughs> hopefully-, <laughs> so yeah. hopefully this changes, but who knows? Can
1: we just all take a minute to say, thanks, hackers.
2: Shout out to Hackers! Yeah, shout out, shout hackers, out to
1: hey. Hackers! Seriously, now I can watch Sean Pollock's 300th wicket. It's been described
0: as the <laughs> it's been described as the burning of the Library of Alexandria for cricket lovers. So the Library oh, of Alexandria, yeah, that's what in I Egypt thought, had, yeah. had about 400,000 scrolls at its peak. Apparently, I, I'm sure we were discussing this. I think it was earlier. around 4,000, yeah. Uh, yeah, so look out for that one. Um, what did I do in Melbourne? This podcast is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry. We're not experts when it comes to sport, right? Uh, speak for yourself. Oh, well, we're probably closer to nuffies, right?
1: Once again, my friend, speak for yourself.
0: We can't just keep saying "speak for yourself." What? What are you then? What? Where do you sit?
1: Speak for yourself.
0: <laughs> are you broken?
1: <laughs> all right, I'm a casual observer.
0: Okay, cool. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, I guess. But um, what guess- are you then? What are you? Expert. Ah. Oh. <laughs> But if I do want to take a pun and don't know what to include, I can look at the Neds app, Popular Same Game Multis, which lets you copy trending bets.
1: Available on all AFL games every round, Josh. Neds popular same game multis are created by the punters or Nuffies and shared for other punters.
0: And plus, you can add or remove legs easily to any popular same game multi. Head to the Neds app and take it to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Oh, I just got oh, totally lit.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: you know what you did, do? What? A bloody good
1: um, bit of karaoke rendition.
0: Oh, how good was karaoke? That wow, karaoke next to Yaya's. We went there. Yeah. Like, met some cool people and um, some fuckhead sung "Never Tear Us Apart."
1: Not a dry eye in the house. I'm um gonna have to resign. This is my last ep. What do you mean? Well, they were bloody talent scouts at karaoke, <laughs> and he said, "Harry, you're on the next plane to LA.
2: We need you over there." So you crap. guys just can't get enough of the stage. Oh, no, we... Oh, yeah, yeah the we, got the we got a bug. It was bloody good. Stage bug.
0: Um, guys, uh, we're doing a, doing a short pod, but because we have the, the news that potentially we can avoid copyright infringement of our own, uh, now be. that Spotify has <laughs> been a bit more lenient, we thought we'd play one of our classic investigations and we'll dish them out amongst other ones over the next couple of weeks. We've got one coming up with um, Titus O'Reilly as well, which will be really good. The India prank call saga, we spoke about it previously in the last season and it's about... Well, it's one of our favourite YouTube moments... Uh, here's an example.
4: Hello, Rodney. G'day, Graham. How are you going? You good,
0: mate. Um, I reckon it's, uh, it's Shannon uh, India. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's a running joke now. People come up and say to us and things like that. But it's gone on for nearly 20 years or so. And it all stems from a small talkback radio station that ran a quiz and a bunch of friends sort of at uni got around it on one fateful night and it carried over for decades now. Uh, we're going to play that now. It's actually interesting listening back because it was one of our first, my first investigations, how like shitty it is. Okay. No, no, it's just not as good. But um, it's still the sentiment still stands. Pretty funny, eh?
1: Roll
0: India. the tape. Sometimes you never forget the first time you saw something funny.
5: Is that why your car's all smashed up and you're up on the grass at the moment or what? Yeah.
0: He's yeah. from mate. He's gone in, in there. Brett Kirk's weird intro for Seven's AFL coverage. Thanks, Basil.
4: I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. And for me,
0: the first time I saw a nine minute compilation of a long-term talkback radio prank, one of my colleagues at Fox Sports yelled India in response to a random question. After being called a stupid ranger, I was sent a link.
4: nine, G'day Rodney. G'day Graeme, how are you going? Not too bad mate, you keeping well? Yeah, not too so bad thanks. Here we go, question one. Which Australian gymnast won commonwealth games gold in 1990 and again in 1994 okay i think it's india not india mate oh by the way how many of you in the room tonight over the last
0: couple of months we've had a couple people message in and suggest the india prank as a story that needs to be investigated well today we're doing it
4: all right mate okay you go away and play with your little boys and toys okay um your mates, I mean, who ring up. Let's hope I can have a night of that. <laughs> Hello, Lincoln. G'day, mate. How are you? Not too bad. You'll have a sensible answer, won't you? Absolutely, mate. Step in the dark, India. No, I... Didn't think you were that dumb. That's
0: Graham Gilbert, the long-time host of Evenings on Sydney talkback radio station 2SM, a program that at one time recorded 0.1% of all radio ratings in Sydney in 2002 before withdrawing from the radio rating system altogether. In what appears to be an orchestrated effort, people repeatedly answer Gilbert's nightly quiz with the same answer, India.
4: Hello, Thomas. G'day, Graham. Yeah, mate. Got these bloody idiots calling up again. Then, but you'll have the answer. What do you think, right, it might be? Um, India. Yeah, Thomas. Gilbert would persist,
0: get frustrated, and sometimes threaten legal action, while the callers get more and more elaborate with their setups. Premier of Tasmania.
4: Listen, mate, before I give you the answer, I just want to say he, he's one of the only fellas who can cover a Johnny Horton song that well, isn't he? Yeah, he does it well, doesn't he, Johnny? Oh, silky smooth voice, oh, yeah. Beautiful yeah. voice. Yeah, lovely. Mate, the answer to your question would it be India? Well, I'd have to say no. So oh, yeah. good luck with your education. At least they're able to string a few words together. They've been rehearsing in the uh, drama school. Hi, Warwick. Yeah, you going, mate? How you going? The compilation bad. was first an uploaded to right? YouTube in
0: 2008 and currently has over a million views over a couple versions of the same video. But the prank itself started either before or around 2006, because that's when MediaWatch, the ABC program, had an episode devoted to the prank called India
4: Calling. Chris, good evening to you. Oh good, day, mate. How are you? Not too bad. I uh, I lived in Hobart for four years in the late nineties, but uh, it's not the premier from then. Have you just the answer, mate? Oh, India. I think he's one of those down there who uh, came back with two heads. Hello, Clark.
2: G'day, Graham. How are you? Not
4: too bad, mate.
0: India. But the story behind the calls are a little more interesting.
5: Good morning, team. We are here for Chatswood Nights. It is on right now, encouraging people to get back out and about, enjoying the delicious foods, the live music here in Chatswood until the 29th of May. That's
0: sunrise weather guy Sam Mack, a comedian, author, and probably one of the most well-known faces in the country being beamed into houses every single morning. But before sunrise, his roots lied in the subcontinent. (laughs) It's India. I reached out to Sam while organising this episode and he was keen to be involved but wanted to get the leaders of the prank involved. Things never lined up. But in the meantime, the hosts of another podcast, Little Dumb Dumb Club, brought up the topic while
5: interviewing Mac last year. The way that it came about was um, a couple of my friends, I won't name them because they did actually organise this. (laughs) They were driving one night and he was doing the quiz and a couple of people guessed that the answer was India consecutively because they must not have heard the previous caller and Graham got quite angry because he's like I've told you yeah. I told you did you not hear the previous call the answer is not India and they're in the car and they're like oh we've got to call and just say India we're just got to say India this is going to really rile him up so they got through because he's got no producer yeah. so they were on the air within seconds of that happening and they said India so he had two more callers after that and the guy almost had a meltdown like he literally you could hear him he started to threaten that he was going to report them to the broadcasting authority and then he could get their numbers he could trace their numbers and he'd report them tracing your yeah, numbers just because you named a continent. <laughs> yeah. He revealed the origin of the idea.
0: Even how serious the group began to take it.
5: So what happened from there was it became a weekly tradition. So the organiser would send out, you know, a message on the Tuesday morning saying, we're guys, we're on tonight. <laughs> uh, you know, 9.45pm, be ready. And it was national. We had people in every state who were like, what oh. time is that WA time? Yep, I'm in. And it was, it just became, it, look, it took over his quiz. No matter what the question was, all of the callers... and. The, the favorite, the most fun was like luring him in by like saying, "Yes, yeah, enjoying the show tonight." Yeah, yeah, yeah Ari how are
4: you going? Yeah, not too bad,
5: mate. in Tasmania. Any
4: idea? First time I've ever called a radio station, but I knew an the answer to this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, so to India. Keep it
5: interesting for ourselves. A couple of years in, we would have theme nights where you had to give a name of like a pop star. So you just Great. just to hear him going, and Shakira's on the line. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> And then like one, I think at one point I had a drum kit, so I did a drum solo and went India. The megaphone,
0: well that was a Sam Mack original.
4: Good on you, oh boy, is it going to be one of those nights? Robert, good evening. Hello Graham. how are you? Not too bad mate. Sorry, after all that nonsense, could you put, repeat the question? Yeah, the please? question is, mate, which Australian gymnast won Commonwealth Games gold in 1990 and again in 1994 for his performance on the pommel horse? Oh, just get one megaphone, are. Oh. It wasn't even clever, mate. Not even clever. Let's hope we get those... 72-year-old Gilbert has his devoted David. his life to
0: Hello, broadcasting you, and mate. is still hosting evenings to um, this day. To People Brenton- will reportedly still call in and say India. I reached out to the host to see if he would consider being part of telling his side of this story. Good evening, us, Sam. Oh, hi, uh, I was wondering if Graham Gilbert, sir. Yeah, speaking, what's the interview request for, Josh? I was wondering if you would ever tell the story about... The current uh, your current career, and then also the the viral video, um, the India saga that occurred. Even if you had a perspective uh, no, of it won't,
4: all, we won't be touching on the India thing. That's uh, a group of idiots that we don't want to give any credit to.
0: That's that's fair enough, and that's why I approached it this way. I just wanted to talk to you directly.
4: And um, yeah, yeah. Can you just drop me an email? Ask what you'd like. Yeah, for on, sure. On, on the. Um
0: Podcast. He didn't reply to my email. For more, check out Little Dum Dum Club for the full interview. Wasn't
4: even clever, mate. Not even clever. Uh, Let's get a Warren. Hello there, Warren. Yes, hello, Graham. Uh, you might know me. I was on a Millionaire this year. You we, we might know me, mate. All, all we need is the answer to this: Which singer oh. sang this year's Commonwealth Games theme? Shine.
2: Well, that, that would be India. Certainly
4: didn't get on Millionaire. Certainly didn't win.
2: Uh, Dear muscles, hello, G'day superstars. Hold
4: regard.
0: You guys, we're gonna mail it in where we hear from the fans. Uh, we've already spoke to a lot, a couple of IRL on Friday. We didn't say enough people. Actually, we, we actually met some couples too who were like, "Oh, we got into the pod through our girlfriends. Their girlfriends and they were saying, stop being misogynist. Get around the girls.' Yes, um, we're yes. learning it's from girls. We like irrel, to learn. Irrel, irrel. Um, yeah,
1: there, are
2: there girls listening right now?
0: <laughs> Probably, bro. Oh, fuck. Uh, first up, we have Maddie, who had a scam... Uh, sorry, scheme.
1: A hmm, no scams around here. Fraudian <laughs> a fraudian
0: slip. Well, I don't know, it should have been you saying it. Life hack, to save yourself some money on broccoli. Put it in. Bell it. Oh, keep that piece. You don't want that. Again. So he's snapping off the stalks of broccoli so they don't fill up the weight. So, Giorgio, your
2: head of Stingy Corner does, <laughs> does this team is this fraudulent or is this scheming? Do you know, I take issue with that because I eat that part of the broccoli and that's food waste. You eat that part of the broccoli? Yeah, you, you chop it up, put it in a stir fry. It's delicious, crunchy, greeny
1: goodness. Mm. Okay, what about you just take off, you know, what's so heavy and adds so much, so many dollars to the grocery shopping, the stem of the tomato. Little green bit, <laughs>
0: get rid of that. Yeah, okay, that's another good little hack. <laughs> Are out. you starting your own segment? Oh, <laughs> better billions.
2: yet, better yet, bu- just- bu- buying bananas, peel them, mm. put them in a bag.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, hundred really percent. Are you gonna eat the skin? No, no, Neither no, Neither am I. Hustling, hustling. Don't eat the skin. What? Frank writes in, good gents. Just thought I'd add to the World Cup fatigue. No, mm. oh, By informing you of the GeoGuessr World Cup. Have you ever seen that guy on TikTok who can pinpoint a literal street on a map after viewing an image on Google Street View for like a millisecond? That's what this sport is, says Frank. One of the funnier and nerdier esports just hitting the scene, but truly the World Cup was an elite-level competition and the Australian entry did pretty damn good too. Frank, excellent work. I do enjoy those TikToks. It's a serious skill.
0: Guys, i got a confession to make. Uh-oh. Please. <laughs> I watch every single GeoGuessr clip that pops
1: up. There's nothing to be ashamed of, man.
0: I watch every single one. When he's like, when the, even the meme stitch ones, when it's like the girl going, honestly, where are all the fuck boys? Why, where are the non fuck boys? And you go, I don't know. And, we, and then he'll just be- Columbia. Just scrolling going, Colombia, nice. Close enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, close enough. Turkey, nice. Okay, cool. And he's great. And I think he's an
2: alpha. And I think that is real sport. You know the um, favourite country to guess in that geo G- one? India.
1: Play the sad music again because I've got something to admit, guys. Oh shit, guys! I watch every single is he or is he not the father TikTok. video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Maury <laughs> Provich ones.
0: <laughs> the dancing's the best. You know, I don't know the correct term for this person anymore. Like, I can't even look it up right now. but the type of illness, but for some reason that era had a real issue of anytime they wanted to take the Jerry Springer or Maury private show to the next level, the person that come out would just be a little person for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, okay. he's not only sleeping with my wife, who I've got ten kids with. They're also a little person yeah, foul who, fly. Who, who, are, who who do pro
2: wrestling. I didn't think they were ever that small, <laughs> to be fair. Oh, you would just call them person. <laughs> person. Yeah, yeah. Big, big person. <laughs> Pat Connolly says, Hey, fellas, gentlemen, and Giorgio. Just emailing him with a funny interview from 1995 Rugby World Cup winner. Oh, more World Cup. Winner Brendan Venter during his coaching career. This followed a £25,000 fine for criticising a referee and the masterpiece we get is a protest without a protest kind regards tugboat
3: all right i'll play right here
2: brendan how disappointed are you
3: <laughs> oh disappointed very disappointed very disappointed
4: what went wrong because you got off to such a wonderful start
3: yeah interesting i wonder what went wrong i have to think about it think about it well what did go wrong oh, i have to look look and think about <laughs> it. think about it deeply very deeply
2: did it hinge in the end on a bit of genius from sorely bombo
3: but a genius but a magic sorry bombo very interesting, very good, yeah. Very good. Three cheers was really Bombo. Very good, very good. What were you happy with about your side? Oh, happy, happy. Everything. Everything. Very good. Very happy with my team. But you
5: didn't win, did you, Brendan?
3: Yeah, won. We didn't win, it's true. Yeah. Why we didn't, didn't win, you win? Oh, good question, that. Very good question. Win. It's, it's important to win. It is important to win. We must try harder, absolutely, yeah.
2: <laughs> so you think it's a lack of effort?
3: Oh, lack of effort, lack of effort. I can't think it's a lack of effort. Wouldn't <laughs> so, never so, so,
2: so so what is it,
4: Brendan?
3: Uh, what would it be? Let me think. Uh, like on, I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that one. Think about it deeply. <laughs> okay, thank you, Brendan. Thank you very much.
2: He sounds like a
0: bad AI. He's hoping like so... I can't believe that it cost him 25000 I thought he avoided all the... I don't know, he circumvented the laws or whatever by just being completely dumbfounded perpetually. Mind
2: you, he sounds farther than it. Far out. Mind farther. you, you say, he sounds smarter than... Uh, potty mouth. <laughs> Literally. Okay. I'm he out. sounds... <laughs> <laughs> He smells farther than Eddie Jones. That's a good point. Yeah. I, it
0: actually reminds me of my favourite clip ever. Tony Abbott, <laughs> Tony Abbott staring <laughs> at the Channel 7 reporter yes. who has just clear, clean in with any question he, and he can't answer so he just decides, you know, I'm not going to answer and just stares through him until like he hopes that the thing leaves. <laughs> I just love the follow-up questions from the reporter who's clearly like a pretty intelligent man, like political reporter and he's following up like, Tony, can...
5: How's that turning into a media circus? Well, Well, tell me, what's the context? And if it's out of context, what is the context? You're not saying anything, Tony. Um, I've given you the response you deserve.
1: You need to say something, Tony. <laughs> Tony the you longer to you do this, the worse it gets this for you. You know that, right?
0: Really. Hey, Goro, Big, Sexy, and Giorgio. Well, essentially, Josh, not. Oz, here's the other one from another thing. I'll take Georgia. Okay, cool. Undecided on the pod, just thought I'd send you an email to clarify the events that transpired outside the MCG on grand final day. Those three tall fucks you met are actually some of my best mates. It's a bit of a Georgio, Harry, Josh situation. As I'm six foot four and they are both too tall. These guys are about six (laughs) foot ten or six foot eleven. It was... (laughs) Um, well, I should have known anyway. And they're wearing Brisbane kits, so they're big Fitzroy Brisbane fans. Turns out uh, you exactly predicted their reaction to getting a photo with you, barely knowing who you or Peter Ball were. They managed to not only send it uh, into every group chat over the next week, but also talking constantly about it. However, I thought you might find it funny to hear that the fact that they did not know at all who Peter Ball was taking the photo, in fact, they thought you guys were being incredibly racist by just assuming it was Peter oh Ball. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, oh, cheers, boys. Love your work. No, no, we knew straight away. Harry's met him before. Thanks,
1: Aja. Yeah. Yeah. And we wouldn't we would never <laughs> I love, assume. I love how he's the Giorgio at six four. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a good point. That is incredible. Yeah, give that or it, take. Um, that is incredible. Those give guys or take were an inch They were horses. Yeah, yeah they were they horses. Were that was huge. cute.
1: Six four though. Yeah, that's a cute height. It's a pretty. Mm, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty it's cute. Pretty cute. It's pretty
0: cute. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We've got a big week this week. We might come back next week. We might take a break from the main pod at some point. This is just a mini pod right now. But we'll see how we go. We keep changing it. But if we're up to it, we'll just do it. Keep doing
2: it because yeah. we enjoy it. Yeah. Or if we see no breaks right now. <laughs> No breaks. I'll be here. I'm turning off and doing the pop without you.
1: Kick it forward mailbag. You're not going to Europe or anything. No. Kick, kick it forward <laughs> mailbag at gmail.com. Send in your Harry's Big House cases. Send in your scheme mail. Send in your Nuffie of the Week. Send in your Google reviews. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. This episode is
0: proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's what? really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the
1: opposite. <laughs> Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah. What, a, are you, what are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother and uh, brother-in-law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law For your tips
0: mate That's oh, where I really? get mine from Yeah, I could ask yeah. my brother To divorce his wife And then we can see how we go But yeah,
1: mm, would be
0: the first step Wouldn't it <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or
1: you might be looking for a hot tip.
0: And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers.
1: Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed.
0: There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rockcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group.
1: It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other (laughs) open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, C Soccer and he's more
0: Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website You win some you lose more For free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.